Welcome to the Podcast Connector. Each week, we'll bring you behind-the-scenes tips on all things entrepreneurship, spreading your message, and the podcasting space. Plus, we will connect you with some amazing people in health, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and personal development. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Podcast Connector podcast. Today, I'm back with my wonderful co-host, Kaylee Christina. She stole my my first name as her middle name. <laughs> Purposely. <laughs> on purpose. On purpose. I made it trendy, uh, you know, after she was born. But today we want to talk about how to 5X your ROI on podcasts. Podcasts are obviously our favorite thing. It's, it's what we do. But I think a lot of people don't realize the extent to which this can really support your business in so many ways and in terms of spreading awareness about your mission and what you do, but also, you know, very tangibly in terms of your revenue. And we both have different experiences with this and have used podcasts in different ways to help to support our businesses. So we kind of wanted to dive into how we each have in our individual businesses used podcasts to I'll say more than 5x my ROI you probably have as well because I know even like from when ClearStem started sponsoring my podcast I feel like that was kind of the beginning of when you guys started sponsoring shows yeah right and you've gone about this through sponsoring shows but then also being guests on on podcasts and so I want to talk about both of those different angles but I remember when you guys first started like just being friends with you when you first started sponsoring podcasts I remember you being like holy shit like this was really worth it with the right show. So maybe do you want to start there? Like how did you guys with ClearStem get into using podcasting to increase revenue? I got this idea for us to talk about this on the podcast the this past week because I was actually on a call with a friend who also owns a brand and he was asking what different type of ads and things we're investing in that we've seen a really big ROI from. And the first response out of my mouth was podcasts getting on podcasts, but then very intentional ad spots on podcasts as well. So Danielle and I knew that podcast was a niche and something that delivered a huge ROI when we just get booked even on small podcasts and we'd get to tell our founder story, but couple that with education where people were actually learning and getting so much value from our episode. And we saw a direct correlation to sales and also responses and engagement. So we still get DMs and emails from podcasts we've been on two years ago that are asking questions and saying, hey, we heard you on this podcast, had some questions about this. I just purchased ClearStem. It's such an immediate response and something that delivers such a quick ROI that we knew that's the route we had to go. It's and so now we put it's, such an effort towards it. It's interesting it. because I think that smaller companies that are that are starting off building lean, I feel like they get into this earlier on and mm-hmm. that helps them really grow. But some of the larger companies or companies who, who do have the money to put in ads, they're just so focused on, I'm going to pay for ads. But those actually, I feel are getting them much less return than if they went straight to podcasting. That's so true. Like when a company is scrappy and yeah. lean, they're doing everything they can to have brand awareness and brand awareness is normally really expensive you're paying for different ads but there's so many podcasts you can get on for free Mm -hmm. and be able to spread your message for free and not and not pay for it but also just I mean get directly to Mm -hmm. 
the the paying customer here's the thing when you're a guest on a show it actually and maybe we can get into this because i think this is a misconception people just want to get on the top shows and sometimes you get on a top show and it gives you no roi Mm. that's a very real thing and a lot of times you know what we really want to look for if we're booking somebody on a show to help them build the business is what audience base is going to be most aligned with whatever the offer is and a lot of times these smaller shows that have cultivated really strong communities and just really loyal audiences even if they're small if 90% of the audience buys I mean that's huge ROI and I would say on my end like that was part of how being a smaller podcast I was getting bigger sponsors Mm -hmm. a couple years ago early on because I had a small show but I was getting more sales for the companies than shows with millions of downloads Mm -hmm. you know so the thing is that nowadays and especially with all the changes in the last few years like getting in front of people is hard I mean how many people put money into ads that see no one they see nobody Mm -hmm. or I mean I know for me I see ads all the time and I just scroll past like I don't even care but if my favorite my favorite influencer or my best friend is like dude you have to buy this I mean Kaylee and I we go to Erewhon she's like this here's a $50 CMOS you need to buy this and I'm like I don't even know what it does but I'll buy it right that's that's the value of Mm -hmm. of loyalty and 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 that's the relationship you build on a podcast because when you are like as a listener if you're listening to podcasts every week you feel so a part of the family with that with those podcasts and you are and you build trust with them because they recommend something you try it you love it you feel like you're a mm-hmm. team you feel like you're a family and so then you build that loyalty so as a brand it doesn't matter about the download size of podcasts you're getting on it it matters about the community that yeah. that podcast host has built and if yeah. that community is in, in a line with yours mm-hmm. and if it is you're going to skyrocket because think about like even if they have a thousand listeners that's getting in front of a thousand people in your niche demographic, mm-hmm. which if you're trying to pay for that on Facebook and Instagram, that is so difficult. Yeah. I mean, even if let's say somebody gets 500 downloads an episode, but what if 300 of those people buy immediately? Because that's a very real thing. Very real. It's a very real thing. <laughs> yeah. Like I know I have partnered with podcasts before that have, uh, I'm thinking of this one show that I advertise something on and it had 150 downloads, but I know this person. And I swear to God, I think every single person in her (laughs) audience bought. Like, I was like, that was so worth it for me. Mm -hmm. You know, so especially like even if you have the funds, I think it's smart for a lot of companies to redirect to shows. Like where are people actually listening and buying, you know, and go directly to to where the loyalty is? I mean, how many times do I have to see an ad before I'm even curious about it? Oh, yeah. But if somebody in my audience, if somebody's been listening to me for six years now, like they know me and they've tried other things Mm -hmm. and they're always like, oh, Christina gives great recommendations. I don't have to push somebody. I'm like, they know I'm not going to talk about it unless I use it and love it. And someone would be like, oh, I heard you talk about that. So I just bought it immediately. That's where I think ad spending is very unique because we have both on the clear some side of things we've mm-hmm. seen success in podcast ads like like advertising on yours we see amazing success there's some other shows we see a success on too and then there's other ones that's complete flop mm-hmm. and we've realized that the ones that are complete flop are the ones that we haven't done enough of our research to know if that podcast we've gone through like an agency for it right yeah. and we've just released the control of it and sometimes agencies don't pay as much attention to did this podcast did what are their numbers like but have they built a community mm-hmm. like have a community of trust that's where the ads are gonna be successful and they're gonna be even more successful if you can get on the show and then supplement that with ads later and yeah. so it's coming 
from a more authentic point of view. But if you're just throwing ad money uh, to podcasts that haven't actually built strong knit communities, it's not going to be successful. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why people are shifting to podcasts. I don't watch TV. I don't even care (laughs) about YouTube ads. It's like I hear what's on on the podcast and I have a personal relationship with that person. You know, everything is really shifting to lifestyle marketing. I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like it's really untapped market. But let's go into the the side of you getting on shows, Mm -hmm. you know, so what gave you guys that push and how have you seen what kind of shows are you trying to get on? What's giving you the best ROI? Like, how are you really using that to, to boost revenue? So to build a successful brand, you need to know what your avatars are. You need to know what your demographics are. So, of course, if you have a brand right now, you need to make sure you outline those. And then what podcasts have those same avatars and demographics as you that it's going to connect with and <laughs> sorry I just have to say you know it's so funny I don't think I've ever told you this but you're my avatar like every time we're, we're doing stuff with the business I'm like well this is for- Kaylee wouldn't do that like Kay- Kaylee's my ideal client I <laughs> I'm like I don't have to make you up like <laughs> you're always a reference point like ask Kelsey it's like I'm like Kaylee would not listen to that like, Kay- like Kaylee would love that <laughs> so honored <laughs> So, that's perfect so, that made me so happy you, know, you might you might just know your ideal, ideal client the, the cool thing about building avatars in your ideal client is normally you are thinking of someone you know which or helps earlier more. you right? yeah you you five years ago exactly or, or your friend yeah <laughs> I love that. So this is, I mean, this sounds a little overwhelming because it is more work on your end or if you hire someone to come in, but you want to hire someone that knows podcasts and that can do that research. So Danielle and I- Cough, cough. The podcast connector. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Which is why we're talking about this. Why it makes so much sense. But we have chosen very specific podcasts to go on where we know our education will land well and really transform these people's lives. So as a brand, you need a story to tell and something that's either going to be inspirational, value-driven, educational in some way. You don't get on a podcast to go, me, me, me. This is how I built it. Look at me, look at me. You go on a podcast to say, how can I transform your life? How can I enhance it? How can I make it better? How can I make you question things? Whatever that looks like, make sure you're going on podcasts to do that. So you need to dial in your story, whether your brand or service or whatever that is, dial that in to make sure that you're delivering value and education to that community. And then match with those podcasts yeah get connected with them build those relationships yeah I would say you know and I have this conversation with with friends and also clients around if you're a founder and getting on a show you don't even have to advertise the product no that you just want to share your story share your mission share your why and just give value like just Mm -hmm. give as much as you can when people feel like you're a real person they connect with you as a founder they want to buy the product the funny thing is it's better to talk about your product less yeah I love going on shows where our product isn't as much yeah up it's the building phase yeah. it's the education but i don't need to you can go on our website not our product pages if you mm-hmm. want to look at the products but that's not me just sitting and describing well, nobody wants to, to listen to anything. that you no. know like so people want to know the behind the scenes and i think this is a, a good example is the cbd space and like if i think about my favorite cbd brand and i and i see this play out and why they've done so well it's because the founders you connect with them on a personal level you know like they have like it's like oh i like them so i like the product you know, mm-hmm. and I think that that's something that's really important. Like I, I will hear people get on or I get pitched founders all the time. And sometimes I'm just like, I'm not releasing this interview because they were redirecting the conversation to just talk about the product. And I'm like, you're actually making yourself look worse if mm-hmm. it just feels salesy. 
you know? But the other thing is with knowing your story, it can be really helpful to have somebody kind of reflect some things back for you. Like, so this is part of what we do with our clients when we get on that, that intro call. Sometimes people will want to go a certain angle and we're asking questions. And we're like, whoa, 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 this whole part of your life is so freaking interesting. Mm-hmm. Like you need to dive into that. And they're like, really? You know, or or sometimes it's the thing that people don't want to talk about as much. And it's like, that is the thing that's going to make everybody be like, holy shit, you're awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, so it can help to kind of talk things out and and share more of your story, like think broader because there's probably something in there. I mean, everybody is interesting. That is, that's what I always say in general about like learning to podcast. And everybody is interesting. If you're a good host, you just have to pull pull it out right yeah. and like what's the angle you know and so knowing that about yourself because not all hosts do that unfortunately you know how to do that th- that's where it can be really helpful to kind of have somebody reflect back to you like things that are really interesting and unique because it's your life so you might not realize that that incredible thing that you did like how rare that is right or mm-hmm. or there might be something that just felt so easy or natural for you and somebody on the outside is like how did you do that like how did you build that part of your company like how did you overcome xyz and it might feel like something you would never bring up on a podcast but that could be the thing that makes people really connect with you if you are a podcast host and you are not already part of the podcast connector what are you waiting for this is a totally free service for you we know how hard it is nowadays to find really amazing guests that have something different to say i've been hosting a show for over six years now and i know it has gotten more and more difficult for me to find unique messages and really cool people they're out there but i go mostly on referral only so i totally feel you and this is why the podcast connector is amazing because we get to know you your show exactly what you're looking for and if we find a guest who is perfectly aligned we will send them your way there is no requirement for you to book the guest you can just check it out see if they're aligned and we truly will only send you people who we think are perfect matches so we won't be spamming you but it is a no effort way for you to uh, find some really incredible guests and book them if you want so if you are a host and you are interested in potentially getting connected with incredible people again there is no requirement to book them. The Podcast Connector is totally free for you and you can head to thepodcastconnector.com, apply today, and we will be in touch soon. There's two ways you can go about this because you do need to find that way of telling your story and it's hard from your point of view to figure it out. So you do need that third party. So one, practice being on different podcasts. Mm-hmm. You know, we all want to get booked on big podcasts. It's super fun, but getting on just more quantity, smaller yeah. ones and getting that practice and paying attention to where they start digging deeper, pay attention to when people email or DM you after podcast releases, asking you questions about certain things you said. That's something that people want to know more about. Number two, what you said, I think it is really good to tell your story to a friend or a confidant, someone that you really respect their opinion and ask them to pick it apart. I actually did this for two friends that have a brand. This a few weeks ago. They're trying to get on podcasts and they've, they've never done it before. They've never even done a live interview of any form. And so I was like, okay, from both your point of views, tell me your story. And then I kept taking the bullet points from each of them saying, okay, this is more interesting. Go with this because you want to figure out how to tell your story so it doesn't take two hours mm-hmm. to tell and niche it down, but that's just going to take practice. Yeah. And so I was pulling out the different bullet points from each. I'm like, this is fat. Like, this is so interesting. And it was stuff they never thought was interesting at all or thought was a part of their story. So dialing that in because you telling a friend something, them telling you it's interesting is going to be the same thing that other people think are interesting too. And it can really help. I'm just going to say this as an aside. If it's like your first podcast and you're nervous about it, if you know any host personally, like I think it's always great when it's somebody's first show and it's in person with somebody they know. Like I'm often people's like first interview and I'm like, don't worry. Like we're going to start talking and you're going to feel like, 
you're going to forget we're on the mic, you know, Mm -hmm. and that just eases a lot of people's nerves versus somebody you don't know and it being on a computer. So if you have that ability, I would, I would recommend that to brands, people, everyone listening. It's incredible to get on our, to get on podcasts and be able to tell your story. Now from the flip side that we also want to talk about is the benefit of having your own podcast. Wait, wait, before we get there, can you just, I just want to speak a little bit more to in your experience, like everybody wants to get on the big shows, right? And here's my perspective and, and you can add to this from your side, but like just from what I have seen with a lot of my friends who own big companies and talking to them like I've seen or a lot of the companies that have sponsored my podcast are like they start small they're lean and I've watched them grow to be these huge businesses and I'm friends with these founders and I'll be like you know I'm just asking what's going on and what I've heard from a lot of them is oh we put like so much money into these big shows got no ROI went back into these smaller mid-level shows and got way better ROI and what I would say is realize that with every podcast like you're hitting a different demographic for example the podcast I listen to now I listen to like a broader range because of our clients. But before I started the podcast connector, a lot of these top 50 shows I literally never listened to. And a lot of the most common podcasts that people know about, I'm like, I never listen. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. So you're hitting a different, a different person with every show. So just because it's not big doesn't mean that you're, it's not worth it, right? Because you're just hitting, what if that, those 500 people on this small show don't listen to any other big podcast and you've hit a totally different person, right? Yeah, it's very similar to when you're working with influencers on social media, how Mm -hmm. many times the influencers that have five, 10, maybe 15,000, you're going to get so much more of a return than someone that has like a couple hundred thousand or a million. Yeah. You sometimes don't get any return from that. And it's sometimes when people or po- like podcasts, any form of social media gets bigger, sometimes it gets diluted yeah. because you're dealing with way too big of a sample size rather than a smaller to medium-sized community that does feel like a family. When a podcast gets bigger, sometimes it gets a little more detached. Yeah. And the people who are listening to it in the beginning don't feel as a part of it anymore. But in those mid-level ones, which is why it's good to switch it up, you feel so connected to that podcast host in the community. Well, and sometimes with the bigger shows, if they're advertising a lot, I know some some shows that I've always loved, but and I used to buy everything that they recommended. As it got bigger, I'm like, there's 50 ads. I don't pay attention to any of them anymore. You don't know what to trust yeah. anymore. It, yeah. is, it loses the listeners' yeah. trust a little bit. Yeah. So there's a balance there. And I mm-hmm. think some people do that well, like, and it's genuine. But, you know, it's so I, I just think that obviously this is broad and it's different depending on the person. But in general, when people are trying to, like, get on a big show, it's like, well, what's your goal? Is it yeah. just, is this for your ego? Because, okay, fine. Yeah. Right? Just like but, a, a featured in yeah, Forbes, a featured in. Is it, in, is it yeah. to grow your audience? Is it, is it to, make more sales because we want to have a different approach and like getting on a couple of big shows or even just one like really you only need one big show to do that job yeah to do a job where it's but it has to be super aligned you know because you could get on a big show I've seen this I've seen people pay (laughs) 80 grand to get on a top podcast because you know a lot of podcasts charge at that level and they're like I got we got two sales and like yeah there's brand awareness but like we should have for this many downloads gotten more than two sales speaking in a a business sense in return big big shows is very top of funnel brand awareness medium to smaller shows is bottle bottom of the funnel more sales Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. typically based on like how much community they have Mm -hmm. like what you will see on it but also think about like what really builds a brand i mean i think about like Spanx. it's like like when you think about like sarah blakely people want to know about the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. you know and so if my goal is 
is like to build the story. I want to get on as many podcasts as I can and yep. just share the story. And that in itself, if I'm going into it, like I don't even care about sales, right? This is like a different approach. This is why we ask, what's the goal? Like, and I get on a bunch of shows and I just spread the story. At that point, I built this like beast of momentum of like yep. everybody knows, everybody knows how I built this right? Mm-hmm. And and that is powerful in itself. And that's where what it is, is you just planted a hundred seeds and it might not be immediate sales, which I mean, part of it will be, yeah. but there's so much power to, you know, in a year, what does that grow to? Because the yeah. other part of podcasts is like we were saying before, like, I mean, I have shows that I I was on five years ago or people are finding me now. <laughs> and that's what's beautiful about podcasts is you might go on and be like, oh my God, it came out today. And you're like, oh, I didn't make that many sales or I didn't, I feel like I didn't get the ROI, but like that is return that continues, continues, continues. Yeah, it does not go you know? away. And what's really interesting, I'll just say from my perspective is with my production company, we get to see, you know, the the behind the scenes and my show in particular, what they've told me is more than anybody else's show. My audience goes back, like my podcast is the type that people binge so they'll go back to the beginning <laughs> all the time and they're like oh, kelly's been like i don't know anybody else where like the audience goes far back once people just like pick up or wa- listen to the recent mm-hmm. ones people go back and that's very we can see that with, with the numbers and so it's like wow so i've had people on my show like five years ago who i'm still getting hundreds of people to them because mm-hmm. they're just discovering them so it's like realize realize the lifetime value of that. It's not just an ad that goes out today and then it's like, who did it see today? It's like, it builds and builds and builds. And there are so many links that you can, you can link back to that. You know, on my website, I have all my podcasts. You can link back to that. You can repurpose the content, right? So it's like, I can record a Zoom and then we have all of those clips we can post to YouTube. We can post to Instagram. Like there's so much value there that you can use. That was just my side spiel. No, I love that. And there's one more point I wanted to make as far as big shows versus medium shows. When you are trying to reach a lot of people, a lot of times, well, this is pretty true, when big shows book out very far in advance. Yeah. So you can't book a lot of back-to-back big shows. And sometimes big shows don't want to have you on if you've just been on another big show. Oh, they specifically (laughs) have said that. When I started the Podcast Connector, a lot of my friends who have top 50 shows, they were like, this is great. Make sure that that when I get the guest, it's not the same time as everybody else. I don't, they hate that. (laughs) They Mm -hmm. hate that. Because they don't want to, yeah, they've built their podcast for a reason. They don't, you know, if you've been on one huge show, they don't want to have you on next. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be the seconds to it. Let's flip to the benefits of having your own podcast. You've had a lot of experience with this. I've had experience with this in the past and I've been seeing a lot of brands do it, which if you have the time and the resources, I think it's amazing when you are building a brand to have your own podcast to drive your own value Mm -hmm. and connect and reach people. I mean, I feel like this is just really where people are going. I think about my own media consumption habits. I mean, I don't really watch TV. I don't scroll Instagram like that. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I just see a couple of people. I check up on my friends, but that's not like I'm not like on there the way I used to be when I was, you know, five years ago, whatever. How do I actually get information or learn about people or learn about a company? It's always on podcasts, you know? So, and I think that's really important just in general when you're building a business, like what are your behaviors? Because your audience is probably going to mirror that. Mm -hmm. And same thing with my friends, you know, it's like we're driving, we're walking, like I'm doing laundry, whatever. I'm listening to a podcast. But the thing is with podcasting, you're able to so quickly build such an intimate connection with people if you facilitate that space right Mm -hmm. so you know every podcast is different but I do think having that personal element is so important I think that's something that has helped me so much you know like if you listen to just one usually or one or two of my episodes like you know me you know me you know and I share very personal things I've always been like that and it served me really well it's the same thing as like 
if you've ever gone to lunch with somebody, it's the first time and you have such an incredible conversation. You're like, we're best friends now. That's like how we met. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the same thing that I'm facilitating through the podcast. Yeah. And it's, it's genuine, right? And that's just invaluable. And the thing is that when they feel that real connection, they feel the authenticity, they show up next week and next week. And that's the same thing as I don't even see my friends that often. I, I don't have any friends I see every week. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest. You know what I mean? Like, we're all busy, but it's like people, there have been people who at this point have been with me, you know, for two to three hours a week for five years. That is a deep relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, that is a deep relationship. And it makes, I mean, it does make sales a lot easier. And that wasn't my intention going into it, yeah. but it's such a smart business decision. But it's like, there's no other, there's no other medium that you develop, that you develop such like such a deep relationship with somebody where you can really and where you can really go there like the level of value I mean I'm sorry in a in a 60 second reel or TikTok I'm not getting anywhere close to like the the meat the depth mm-hmm. right people aren't really getting to know you and the level of trust that's built because of the type of person it takes to be able to get on a podcast and like really speak I mean how many influencers are there how many educators are there who they need everything scripted everything is a facade it's all a mask and it's like no I'm getting on here for two hours a week like you're hearing me this is the real me you know and so I think people love that level of authenticity and it's like it's just real you know and I don't think there's any other medium that gives you the ability to like the experience for the listener is they could listen to one episode and you they're hooked one time that just doesn't happen if I see one Instagram post for somebody I'm not hooked for a lifetime no not at all so it's really valuable just to build that trust because it shows like hey I'm just I'm giving value. I'm just giving so much free value. And then you embed in your other offers or whatever it is. And it's just a natural progression, you know? So I never feel like I'm selling anything. I'm just telling people what I'm up to and they want to be a part of it because they're like, oh, she's consistent. She shows up. And you know, for me with my offers, it's like that consistency is key. Like if somebody's going to trust me to really help them shift their life and I'm telling you, you have to be consistent, I have to mirror that. So I'm fucking consistent. Like I show up, I've showed up every, like twice a week, right? Every single week since I was what, 19, right? Like I, I've got you, yeah. right? We're not, we're not ghosting you. And, and that builds trust. And when you have trust, you, that's everything. Exactly. And that's how you're able to build such a tight knit community mm-hmm. on top of everything by you showing up, mm-hmm. by you sharing, getting vulnerable, because it allows other people to feel seen, to mm-hmm. feel heard, to not feel alone. And that's how you build community. The other part of it is having a podcast is the best networking excuse. Like oh, it's the I have gotten best. so many business opportunities and podcast opportunities just because I have a podcast. You that's know, how I built my yeah. network of people for three years. It's a cheat sheet. Yeah. You know, you just like, you're like, Hey, you want to come on my podcast? You have an epic conversation. Now you guys are friends. Like, I mean, I mean, it's rare for me. I don't think I've ever had a show where I didn't leave and we're like, Oh, we're friends now. And you never know where that leads. I mean, for me, I've gotten so many incredible business opportunities just through people I've met, the relationships I've made on on my show, and that network is invaluable. And so, in in other ways, I can I mean I can think of collaborations I've done, and I, I just think about the opportunities I've gotten through people that I've met on the podcast that have really helped to grow my business. Well, think about this: if you if you really want to connect with another founder, another business owner, who whoever, someone you find really interesting, one, the barrier of entry to ask someone to coffee or lunch oh my God. is a lot. Like, I, I don't, I'm not just going to drop what I'm doing to get coffee with someone random, right? Wait, wait, wait. Like, I have to tell you this. You're going to die. <laughs> what? So do you know uh, Stephanie Rimka? That name sounds so familiar. She's one of my favorite people in the world. Okay. Dr. Rimka. Maybe because you She's a badass. It. So she literally added an offer to her website that says, 
pick my brain and it costs 350 dollars <laughs> <Love that. laughs> like it was like uh, she was saying she's like everybody thinks they can just pick my brain it's like i'm a, she's like i'm a fucking doctor like she's like sure you could pick my brain here's my offer you can go schedule a link and pay me $350. I love and like, that. but that's the thing it's like the thing that actually we should do a podcast well, on networking etiquette people message me hey i want to do something that you're doing would you be able to get on a 15 minute call like no like I can't, you know, it's like, I can't imagine if I did that with everybody, you know, it's just part of the boundaries. But yeah. The point of this is a value swap of some form. Yeah. So if you have a podcast, instead of being like, oh, do you want to get crappy doing out of lunch and have mm-hmm. the other person say, no, we're not answer your email. Hey, do you want to come on my podcast? Talk about X, Y, Z. That is a value exchange. So you get to pick their brain yeah. <laughs> on your podcast. Ask whatever question and you, you also want benefit them. and you benefit them. Mm-hmm. And it's a win-win and that helps build strong relationships. And even if you do go grab coffee or lunch with someone, right, you typically don't get into the heavy, vulnerable meat of things. It can sometimes be a little surface level, but when you get on a podcast, Unless different you're questions come with me. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's most definitely not surface level, but for most people, but yeah. then you get on a podcast and you dive deeper into their story and you get them talking about themselves more and yeah. those, those more like intimate permi- questions come out. It's like permission to, to push Yeah, to so push the boundaries a little bit. And mm-hmm. so it builds that relationship between you and that other person even deeper than it just would have, quote, picking their brain for 15 minutes on a phone call that they're yeah. probably not going to remember your name after that well and here's a a couple other things i just think people don't think about we live in a world where everybody's judging based on how pretty the instagram feed is and Mm -hmm. how many followers you have and it's just bullshit okay because i have been on and and we see this on the podcast connector side i can i'm thinking of one podcast in particular that i'm gonna be totally honest i judged i was like this looks like I didn't like the cover. I was judging by the cover and like (laughs) there weren't any reviews and I'm like this has got to be the smallest show in the world this podcast was huge and this person had a huge email list okay and I get on this podcast and I think it's like I think it started like last week you know and I was like holy shit I find out I'm like whoa that was a huge huge podcast and so a lot of big podcasts have small Instagram followings oh yeah just so you know, because people aren't they don't care yeah because it's like most people are really just focused on their one platform as they should be so like a lot of the biggest podcasts they will have small Instagram following and some don't even have an Instagram yeah, for some their don't podcast even have an yeah because they're like why would I put that extra work when I have my podcast yeah totally and I find a lot of people who aren't familiar with the podcasting space they'll find a show they'll go to the Instagram and they'll be like oh this person only has 500 followers and I'm like that show is like top 10 like they don't <laughs> yeah. give a shit yeah you know so that's important but also the other thing is that person could have a huge email list and I know especially in my industry like there are so many people I know who have two three thousand followers on Instagram podcasts that it doesn't seem like it's top notch and they have a hundred thousand people on their email list and it's like that's worth your time because if, if you go on their show and they link to it, which like whenever I'm on a show, I, I add it into my email list, like things like that. You never know where that's going to get linked to. Mm-hmm. And then that goes to their email list, which could be huge, you know. And so this is where it's important just not to to judge things. And sometimes when we're making connections, people will be like, no, it's not a big enough show. And I'm like, dude, no, this person's email list is like going to change your life, you know. So <laughs> yeah, it's just important not to judge a book by its cover uh, and realize there's, there's more going on. But I mean, think about that opportunity right mm-hmm. like imagine you you get on somebody's podcast where that community is is really solid and there's a lot of trust built and that person says hey i just had this epic podcast with so and so their email list is huge i mean when you get on someone's email list like that is huge value yep. and like a lot of people pay a lot of money to get on big email people lists. forget about yeah, that that is a huge huge value add and like that's another reason why it's so great to go on podcasts because if that gets into somebody's inbox mm-hmm. 
I mean, game changer. Yeah. And as, as a brand, when you are, or the person, when you are getting on podcasts, that is something, a reminder to ask about if they have an email list, what other channels do they connect with their community to make mm-hmm. sure that you're connecting with all of those yeah. to expand it? I'll say like to wrap it up uh, for me, because we have like different types of businesses. Like I'm so glad I started podcasting when I did because it's such a great place for people to go back and really get to know me quite easily. And it, I have like 500 <laughs> hours of free content like 500 episodes just free con- like I'm clearly giving as much as I can right I have that I have that trust built and especially you know in a world where my offer is up until this point we're like adding things right but it's is somebody going to invest in me well they need to know me and like you can't really get to know me through an Instagram you know so I have to and I always tell like new coaches this I'm like how can someone really get to know you because often somebody just needs to hear you talk like in a long form so if yeah. it's youtuber podcasting we're like oh this person is real deal there are so many people that i i would like see on instagram and i thought nothing of and i heard them on a show i'm like whoa you're super cool and then right? i start following their yeah. Instagram, and then i start liking them because i feel like i know them yeah, more totally because <laughs> it's like the same thing as like just seeing someone around versus like oh you then you actually had a conversation hung out you're like oh i really like them you know <laughs> yeah so it i really really recommend it i think if you are in like offering a service make sure there's somewhere where somebody can like get to know your personality and get to see you talk long form and get a taste of like on my end it's like a taste of what it's like to coach like for me to be your coach mm-hmm. you know so there's that side and then also like and this is with clear as well like you guys so clearly are just like how much value can I add like it's like you're just pumping it out like this is what you like this is going to help you with your acne here it's it's not about oh, get this product, that product. It's literally like, we're just going to give you as much information that's going to be helpful as possible. And that builds so much trust, Yeah, you know? So it's all about building trust, community building, and allowing people to see the real you. Because nowadays, like just with so many options to purchase and just too many pieces of information floating around, like what's going to make somebody actually say yes to your offer? They need to know you. Mm -hmm. Like that's just the way it is now with sales, I feel like. And so if you build that trust with somebody and they like you as a founder, they're in. Agreed. I love that we got to talk about this today. I feel like it drives huge value and it just, it really ties into the purpose behind the Podcast Connector too. Mm -hmm. This is exactly why Christina created this company and exactly what we do with the Podcast Connector. We connect guests with podcasts. We get people booked on podcasts to drive sales to tell their story to make an impact to drive value and it's in a strategic way right so Mm -hmm. instead of just like pitching random shows because that's what people do sometimes I get pitches to my show and I'm like (laughs) have you ever looked at my podcast because this makes Makes no sense sense. right and so because we know the shows it's like a very aligned connection it's like this is actually worth your time and that's Mm -hmm. something that this is the reason why I started this company is because I used to just do this anyways for people people I would people would always come to me and they're like you know everybody you know behind the scenes like my friends would be like I know you know which podcasts are actually worth it. Like, can you connect me yeah, with this can podcast? You connect me? Or they're like, I'm looking for a mid-level show, like who has a good audience. And because I knew the behind the scenes, I was able to facilitate that. And so I was like, you know what? I should just <laughs> make this a business. <laughs> so that's what the podcast connector is is about anyway. So if you do want to spread your message on shows and get booked on a lined podcast where it's actually worth your time, then you just go to the podcastconnector.com and information will be there. So we hope this was helpful. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to share it on Instagram stories and tag us at the podcast connector if you enjoyed it and if you think it would help somebody else or maybe just send the link to someone in your life if you think they should hear this information. So thanks again so much for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day and we will chat with you again next episode. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. 
Don't forget, if you want to get booked on amazing podcasts, or if you're a podcast host and you want to get connected with some incredible guests, head over to thepodcastconnector.com to learn more about our service. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It truly means the world to us. And extra points if you take a screenshot and tag us on social media so that we can see that you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in. Have an amazing rest of your day, and we will chat with you again next episode.